Well, I'm on the waiting side. Yes, I'm on the waiting side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. It is Friday, February 5th, and thank you for tuning in to our Winning Side daily broadcast. Uh, I said it the other day, but uh, we're getting close to Sunday. And uh, most people look forward to Fridays for uh, party time, but I look forward to Fridays because it means we got Saturday, and Saturday is always a busy day. It's an exciting day at the church. We have our blitzing Saturday mornings. We go out, pass out flyers, invitations, and then get ready for Sunday. And then Sunday, we are looking forward to a great, great day. Uh, we should be back on our normal schedule. Last Sunday, we had the ice and the snow and so we kind of had to revise it. But this Sunday, 9 o'clock, drive-in service, even if it's raining, we're having the service. We've got an umbrella, an overhang for all the equipment. And then uh, Sunday school, 10-15. Now, if you're not coming to Sunday school, you have to tune in to our online Sunday school on the radio, on Facebook, on our website. And I hope you plan to do that. And then Sunday morning, 11 o'clock. And then Sunday night, we'll have our evening service. And of course, if you can't come, if you can't be here, I hope you'll tune in on the radio, uh, tune in online. It'd be a blessing. We're looking forward to that. I want to thank those of you who have commented, those of you who have uh, reached out to us. Uh, we've got a lot of folks commenting, but I especially, I keep getting notes from Alton and Nell Burgess. I know you're listening on the radio every day, and thank you so much for your encouragement. You bless my heart just uh, uh, reading your notes, uh, and I don't usually read them during the broadcast. It's usually after, but I want to make a point to thank you folks, and thank you to our uh, faithful listeners, 95.9 FM, and also on Facebook, and uh, we are thankful that you are tuning in. I do want to say to our radio listeners... Uh, we did not realize it yesterday. It was working fine on Facebook and everything else, but for some reason on the radio station, uh, we didn't get, get you the message. So I apologize for that. We started a series yesterday on the book of Daniel, and we'll continue that, and I hope it'll be a blessing to you. Happy birthday. Um, let's see, or excuse me, happy anniversary today to Jonathan and Angie Benthal. I hope you folks have a wonderful day. Uh, earlier this week, uh, we mentioned Josiah's birthday, and most of you remember this, but uh, five years ago, Josiah was born, and right after that, Miss Angie, she had to go back to the hospital and then had to go to Wake, and uh, that was a very scary time, but what a testimony to God's grace, and Jonathan and Angie, uh, we are thankful for you. You folks are a blessing. Happy anniversary. Tomorrow, we have uh, birthdays, Lorenzo Miles and Pavelisa Salazar, happy birthday. And then tomorrow, anniversary, uh, Scott and Marie Mason. I hope you have a wonderful day. And of course, we're not on the radio uh, live on uh, Saturday, so we want to get that plug in for those birthdays and anniversaries. Well, we're looking forward to, uh, of course, Sunday. But Sunday night, we have the privilege to have a special uh, singing group coming. It's a family. The Bontrager family will be with us Sunday night 
come, come join us or watch online or tune in on the radio. But they will be singing and playing instruments. And we've got one of their songs. And it's a little bit longer song. It's a great song. But you can also hear some of the instruments. And they play all of these instruments. And they sing. And uh, I want you to hear this song. And uh, Brother Caleb, if you've got that picture... Uh, maybe for our Facebook listeners too, you'll get to see the family, some of their instruments. But I want you to listen to this song and this family will be with us Sunday night at six o'clock. You don't want to miss it. In Christ alone, my hope is found. He is my light, my strength, my song. This cornerstone, this solid ground, firm through the fiercest drought and storm. What heights of love, what depths of peace, when fears are still, when strife. My comforter, my all in all, here in the love of Christ I stand. In Christ alone, who took on flesh, fullness of God gift of love and righteousness, scorned by the ones He came to save. Till on the cross, as Jesus died, the
for that. Isn't that beautiful? Uh, I love hearing all those instruments and uh, getting to hear a family sing. I love it when young people sing. And uh, we're going to be blessed Sunday night. We will be in for a treat. They'll be doing a lot of singing, playing instruments. And uh, I hope you plan to be here Sunday night. Again, if you can't be here, it'll be online and we'll do everything we can to make sure you can hear all the uh, instruments and all the voices, and uh, it'll be a wonderful time. I'm I'm thankful for uh, families that serve God together. And you know, you may not be uh, able to you know uh, travel and sing and do all that. You may not even be able to sing, but you know, you can serve God with your family. And uh, what a privilege it is that we have in the church to serve God together. And I'm looking forward to. Uh, that uh, uh, wonderful day on Sunday. And I know some people get excited about a Super Bowl and all that, but I'll tell you what, uh, I'd much rather be in church and I'd much rather be encouraged with the things of God than to uh, get excited about a bunch of guys who are making a whole lot more money than they deserve. And in many cases, certainly not uh, certainly not setting a lot of great examples uh, for uh, our young people and all that. But And if you watch it, that's great. I'm, I'll probably watch a little bit of it late Sunday night or whatever. But I tell you what, I'm excited about Sunday. I'm excited about the Lord's Day and being in church. And I hope you are as well. Daniel uh, chapter 1, we started yesterday... And uh, we talked yesterday uh, about how that uh, Nebuchadnezzar came and he besieged the city of Jerusalem and he took uh, the city, he took control. We talked about how that God uh, had judged his people and God had judged uh, the nation of Judah for their backsliding. Well, we also said that he took the, the vessels from the temple and we said how that it's a sad day, but the people of God were not using those vessels. They were not worshiping God. And if you don't use it, you'll lose it. And let's, let's live our lives to worship God. Let's remember that we are vessels for God's honor and glory. But I want you to notice today in verse number three of Daniel chapter one, it says that the king spake unto Ashpenaz. He was the, uh, the supervisor of all of the captives that came. And he told him, he said, I want you to bring certain. He said, don't bring everybody this first wave of captivity. But he said, I want you to bring certain of the children of Israel and of the king's seed and of the princes. You know, when Nebuchadnezzar sent his men to Judah, Jerusalem, he said, I want you to bring back the best. I want you to bring back the, the young men that are intellectual, uh, the young men who are the, the who's who. He said, I want you to bring back the ones who are of royal blood. They're of the king's line. And then he went a little further in verse number four. He said, I want you to bring back children. That word children, it's the young people who, in whom is no blemish. 
but well-favored and skillful in all wisdom and cunning in knowledge and understanding science and such as had ability in them to stand in the king's palace and whom they might teach the learning and the tongue of the Chaldeans. Now, I think we'll get to that part Monday of what their goal was, what they wanted to teach. But I want you to notice that Nebuchadnezzar, he's the heathen king, he's the, the king of Babylon, he says, I want the best. He said, I want the cream of the crop. Now here's the good, well, I'll get to the good news here in a minute. Nebuchadnezzar, he said, I want those who have no blemish. He said, I want those who are in good physical shape. Uh, they are, they're maybe the, uh, the, the most athletic, the, the best looking. He said, well favored, which means good looking. He said, I want the smartest. He said, I want those that are skillful in all wisdom. He said, I want those who are cunning in knowledge, uh, those who uh, possess discernment and understanding. He said, I want those who understand science, which uh, that's not just talking about uh, biology and chemistry and that, but, but science, meaning a knowledge. They were very, very brilliant young men. Uh, they had the ability to stand and to serve in the king's palace. And that was the criteria. Now, the good news is, here's the good news. You ready for this? Some of us would have been safe from that first wave of captivity because maybe we're not the best looking and maybe we're not that smart. And I, I know I shouldn't speak for you. I'll speak for myself. I think, Brother Caleb, I think our radio listeners, I think that's a requirement, right? You got to be good looking. So all of our radio listeners and Facebook listeners, I know that you're, you're all good looking. I know you're all smart. Uh, I'm not, but you are. But those were the ones Nebuchadnezzar wanted. He said, don't bring back anybody that's ugly or anybody that's got issues or anybody that's not smart. He said, bring back the best. Now, here's the application I want to make for this. You know, King Nebuchadnezzar was looking for those qualities. But did you know that King Jesus is looking for people and King Jesus, his requirements are a little different. Let me give you a couple examples. The king, King Nebuchadnezzar, he was looking at the outside. When he said, no blemishes, now they, they need to be good looking, they need to be healthy and all that. You know what Jesus is looking for? Jesus is looking for people that have a pure heart. You know, man sees on the outside, but I want to tell you, God looks at the heart. And I want to tell you, you may not be the most talented. You may not be the most intellectual. You may not be the best of this, that, or the other, but God is looking at the heart. And I hope that we have hearts that are pure, hearts with no blemish, and uh, hearts that are right with God. Then he said, well favored. Um, again, we may not be good looking on the outside. You may not be the strongest. You may not be the youngest. Uh, maybe you're like me and you're losing your hair or whatever. But can I tell you, you can be good looking on the inside. Can I tell you, you can have a heart that's right and you can let your light shine so that people will see Jesus in you. How about this? You know, beauty is skin deep. You've heard this uh, saying before. Beauty is skin deep, but ugly goes all the way to the bone. What's that saying? There's a whole lot more than just the outward appearance. Uh, your spirit matters. Uh, your disposition matters. Uh, I'll tell you, some of the most beautiful people I know in all the world, it's not the people in Hollywood and it's not the, the actors and actresses and all that, but it's Christian people who have a genuine love for God and a genuine love for others. I want to tell you, that's what God is looking for. God's looking at the heart. How about this? Nebuchadnezzar was looking for those who were skillful in all wisdom. You know what Jesus is looking for? 
Jesus is looking for people that will get wisdom from this book right here. Jesus is looking for people who will say, you know what? I don't have all the answers. I don't know it all. I have got to get in the Bible. And the Bible says, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God. I'm glad that we can get wisdom from God. Then cunning in knowledge. You know, King Jesus is looking for people that will have discernment. You know, as a child of God, we must have discernment. Uh, as a, a father, as a mother, as a husband, as a wife, as a teenager, as a grandparent, uh, as a, a senior citizen, whatever case you may be in, we all need to be discerning. And discernment comes from this book and discernment comes from the Holy Spirit of God. How about this? Understanding science. You know what Jesus is looking for? He's looking for some people that will be quick to understand, some people that will not be foolish, some people that will not hang around foolish people. He's looking for some people that will get understanding from the Word of God. The Bible says this, lean not unto thine own understanding, but in all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. King Jesus is looking for people with the ability to stand and to serve. Nebuchadnezzar wanted them to serve him. But Jesus is looking for those who will walk with him and those who will serve him. And can I say this? What a privilege it is to serve God. Nebuchadnezzar was not giving the choice. I'll tell you how I know this. He brought them back as captives. He said, you are going to serve me whether you like it or not. Jesus doesn't operate that way. Jesus says, follow me. Jesus says, you choose, you decide. I want you. I will use you. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give you uh, uh, the opportunity to serve me. I'll give you rewards. I'll give you crowds. I'll give you happiness. I'll give you peace. I'll give you joy. I'll give you all those things, but the choice is up to you. I want to encourage you today. I know we didn't get far in our Bible study from Daniel chapter one as we look at uh, the captives that Nebuchadnezzar brought, but I want to encourage you today to say yes to God. Would you serve God today? I think about that little chorus we used to sing a lot when I was a teenager and teen camps and youth conferences. I have decided to follow Jesus. I hope you'll make that decision to follow Jesus, and I hope you'll make that decision to live on the winning side. God bless you. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back on Monday for another episode of The Winning Side. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.